welcome to episode seven of Just Hit Play. I'm your host Peter, and with me is Nick. Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing well. It's uh, it's been a bit of a heat wave over here in Canada, um, so it feels like I'm in Australia for once, which is nice. But uh, it's sweltering over here. Yeah, I heard uh, in Calgary it was like 41 degrees or something. What's what's the temperature there? Um, it, it's been in the the 30s with with humidity all, about all week, I'd say, and uh, rain on and off. But yeah, it's it's crazy. I think I read that some town in in British Columbia broke the heat record in Canada three days in a row. Wasn't it in the 40s? Yeah, 43 or 4, something along those lines, I believe. So it's like a heat pocket, apparently, is uh, is over North America at the moment. Yeah, I heard it referred to as a heat dome. That's what it was, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What about what about you? How are you doing down in Brisbane, yeah. Queensland? So we're in a three-day lockdown that started two days ago at 6 p.m. Uh, there, are, I believe there are three or four cases, COVID cases that, that have come through and, uh, yeah, so the, uh, we're to three day snap lockdown. It ends Friday here okay, okay. Uh, and then they'll re, uh, they'll take a look at it and see if we're going to stay in further lockdown or if it'll be lifted with restrictions. Well, hopefully all that clears up for you. Yeah. I had a couple jobs this, this weekend. Uh, I was supposed to photograph a birthday party and I was going to do a, a, a job with Darren on Saturday. So I'm not sure if those will happen yet. I know the birthday party got canceled, so we're still waiting on the job for Saturday. So, uh, and speaking of Darren, Darren's in our Brisbane studios, our engineer, Darren, Darren, how you doing? Doing good. And yep. Our weekend's being canceled for you, for us as well. There you go. So I no longer have jobs this weekend. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> so when I say jobs, I mean photography jobs, uh, in case anyone was, was wondering what kind of jobs they were, but yeah, that's where we find ourselves currently is a three day, three day quick lockdown. Well, hopefully that clears everything up and you guys can go back to back to your normal. Fingers crossed on that front. Which is which is sad because I was going to do a couple Canada Day events uh, today, which is July 1st. Happy Canada Day here in Australia. Yes. Uh, so we were going to – I was going to go for Canada Day breakfast. Uh, There's some drinks. There were supposed to be some drinks tonight, uh, which all got canceled. Now they're talking about doing it on July 4th, which is just, just sounds absurd <laughs> because I don't really want to do it on July 4th. But, you know – what are you supposed yeah. to do when there's a snap lockdown? Do you guys have Molson Canadian? Is, is that what you'd be drinking? No. Um, I found Molson Canadian a couple times in some stores down here, and I'll buy it for nostalgic reasons. Sure. Um, yeah, I can't remember what – you can sometimes find Canadian beer here, but it is pretty rare. And, you know, when anytime there's a Canada Day thing, it's just, you know, poutine gets advertised quite a bit. So, uh, of course. Yes. Yeah, so you got, we got to have, we gotta have those bloody cheese curds, I guess. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so let's see if um, if the Canada Day celebrations will be on at some point in July if the if the if the restrictions get lifted. Let's see how it goes. And uh, so let's get into some music. Nick, you're going first this week. Tell us about our song. Yeah, so this week uh, I'm presenting the song "Make It Better" by Anderson Pock featuring Smokey Robinson. So if any listeners are unfamiliar with Anderson Pock, he comes from Oxnard, California. And I would say his music sounds exactly like the place he's from. Almost every song he puts out feels like it would just perfectly soundtrack a day by the beach or, you know, maybe outside by the pool, you know, reading a book or you've got a nice glass of wine with you. That's what Anderson Pock's music is to me. Um, and without further ado, Darren, why don't you just hit play on Make It Better? Start. 
right, Peter, what did you think of Make It Better? I love this song. Like, what a groove. Um, his voice is amazing. Yeah, he his voice to me just is just pure class and, and excellence and funk. I, I love it so much. Now, I know it's featuring Smokey Robinson, and it's very Smokey Robinson-esque, that song. I don't know if you know uh, many songs by Smokey Robinson, but it is very much uh, in the in, in, in the Smokey Robinson sort of vein of, of songs. Yeah, so Anderson Pock, when he first started out making music, he was, he was doing soul music under a different name. Um, and then in 2015, Dr. Dre actually discovered him and picked him up and put him on... Uh, six songs on his album called Compton. So he he kind of uh, developed as a as a musician as an artist underneath Dr. Dre, and ever since then he's just been branching out and exploring so many different sounds and genres, and he he really can do it all. Well, apparently Dr. Dre can do it all too, because I think he produced Oxnard, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yep, yep, he he definitely his his fingerprints are all over Anderson Pock's music, um, and. I read a quote from from Anderson, and he said that Dr. Dre told him he'd never felt this involved or this close with an artist since Eminem, which is you know it's a pretty big statement. Yeah, it's it's so strange as I, as you get older and how removed you get from the music scene. Um, I'd never heard of this artist before, and 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 you know in in the minimal research I did because uh, I like to let you to the exposition of, of the artist. Uh, I found out he's a Grammy award winner. Uh, I had yeah. no idea. Like, like when I, when I was growing up your age, we, I sort of knew all the Grammy award winners and, and he just sort of become in, ingrained in popular culture. But as you get older, you sort of just don't pay attention to that much anymore. So uh, that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. And you know, I will say about Anderson Pock, I don't think you should feel too badly for not knowing about him. He's, he's kind of bubbled just under the mainstream. I'd say he's, you know, very critically acclaimed and a lot of people know who he is, but he's never really had that smash radio commercial success. Um, that is until actually earlier this year, he formed a super group with Bruno Mars. Have you heard anything about that? No, I haven't. No. Yeah. So they, they formed a group called Silk Sonic and they released one track called leave the door open. And it is absolutely fantastic. It's it's just a perfect piece of music. I think you'd really like it. It's oh, okay. It's like a love letter to, to 70s music, Motown, and and soul. It's so good. I mean, it, it went number one on the radio, on all the charts and everything, just because of that Bruno Mars star power. But yeah. it's actually a fantastic song. It's really, really good. I, I could see them teaming up quite quite easily, Bruno Mars and, and Anderson Pock. I, I could see them complementing each other's vocal styles and music styles quite well. Well, yeah, when they when they released the you know the, the announcement that they were going to team up and make a song, and I believe an album's on the way. When when they first announced that, I thought, wow, that is absolutely perfect. Like I never would have been asking for a Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars collaboration, but it, it just makes perfect sense on paper, and the song's great. But yeah, yeah. The, the song itself is is quite interesting. It it has a really lovely groove, uh, but when you listen to the lyrics, the lyrics. Are actually quite sad. It's about a couple at the at the precipice of a breakup, really. Um, and I didn't catch it the first time I heard it. I sort of just listened to the lyric, uh, the music, and didn't really pay attention to the lyrics. But as I listened to it a few times, I started to listen to the lyrics, and it's a, it's a quite a sad song, really. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's it's kind of um, Anderson Pock because he got his start, you could say, as a rapper, and you know, learning from Dr. Dre. And that whole circle, his he, he has really good lyrical content in his songs, which 
you know, the the album, the song is from Ventura. He, he really leans into R&B and funk. And so the music definitely trends in that direction. But he still keeps that lyrical essence that, that you'd expect from a, a rapper of his caliber. So I think it's a it's a really good combination for sure. Where does the um, Smokey Robinson sort of come in? Because it says featuring Smokey Robinson. Is it a Smokey Robinson song that he's singing over? Like I didn't hear any Smokey Robinson. At least I didn't think I did. I I believe Smokey Robinson is just kind of doing like background vocals, um, harmonies, and and things like that. Okay. Uh, like I, I think in the course, um, if you really p- listen closely, you can pick him out doing a harmony. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I was thinking, cause he sounds a lot like Smokey Robinson. So For sure. I was, I, I was having trouble seeing where, where Smokey Robinson was. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really love that he chose to do a song with Smokey Robinson. Like that, it, it just gives the song such a vintage feel to me. And it really just grounds, you know, it, it, it's produced with all the techniques of a modern day song and, you know, it, it's engineered really well, but it, it still has kind of, it's grounded in the seventies right that's uh, at least that's how it sounds to me yeah um, absolutely i think it's really cool yeah no you're right it, it's uh it has a really vintage uh, uh 70s uh, vibe to it yeah and you can see why i after we listened to stevie wonder last week i i knew what i had to do i knew what my assignment was it's uh yeah. it's definitely inspired by by that genre that era of music yeah like late 60s like the late 60s motown to like the 70s motown it's it's perfect yeah it's such it's such a good song Absolutely. It's got that groove. It's got that funk, that R&B feel. It's, it's really fantastic. And uh, another thing I really love about Anderson Pock is just how talented he is in so many different areas. You know, he can sing very well, as this song shows. Um, and some of his more rap-heavy tracks, he's a fantastic rapper. And he is uh, an excellent drummer. He, at all of his live shows, he, he's on the drum kit the entire time. Um, you know, and, and while singing and performing and stuff, it's it's really cool. He's he's just an extremely talented artist, um, and it's really refreshing to hear that. And, and it's really refreshing to see someone like that achieve commercial success um, in, in today's music scene. Absolutely, uh, yeah. I, I'm going to dip into his catalog a little bit more and just to, just listen to a few other songs. I'd love to hear, uh, you know, him rapping and what his rhymes sound like. So yeah, I'm, I'm really yeah, glad you, you brought that uh, brought that brought the song to me. Yeah, he has a he has a lovely song featuring Kendrick Lamar called Tints. Um, that's that's a fantastic one. I'll I'll send you a, I'll send you a few that you can choose from. Oh, lovely. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, what a, what a song. It's so smooth. Yeah, and you should definitely check out his his song with Bruno Mars. That's it's really good, and the music video. Music video is really cool. It's it, it looks like it's filmed on old film, and it's got that grainy vibe. And they've got you know the the old seventies outfits and the the brown carpet in the studio. It's it's pretty cool. Do you know that Bruno Mars started off as an Elvis impersonator? No, I had no idea. Yeah, when he was a kid. Why I know this, I have no clue. I just know stupid things, apparently. When yeah. he was a kid, I think he grew up in Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And as a kid, he was an Elvis impersonator, like the like the the 70s jumpsuits, white jumpsuits, uh, you know, high collars, fat Elvis period. And that was, uh, he, had a, he had like a like a wig on and fake sideburns. And uh, that was Bruno Mars, yeah. I, I can see it. And I, I can definitely see how getting your, your start in showbiz that way. Like, you know, Bruno Mars is another fantastic performer. He's, he's a really good artist. So 
you can you can see how <laughs> impersonating Elvis would lend itself to that. Oh, and I promised um, Darren that there'd be no mention of Michael Jackson in this episode. So, uh, so Darren, I'll, I'll keep to my promise and not mention Michael Jackson. So, right, no Michael Jackson, Darren. Thank you. Recurring favorite of Just Hit Play, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes, no Michael Jackson, Darren. Darren, I promise. No. Although I did say Michael Jackson's name five times, but that's that's enough. <laughs> yes, yes, no more. Uh, so I, I guess uh, do you have, do you have anything else to add on this song? Yeah, I, I was just curious. How did you come across uh, this song and in, in, in the artist? Well, Anderson Pock, um, I've I've been following him uh, for quite some time. Ever since he released uh, the Malibu album in 2016, I can't remember how I found out about him. It. It may have been from like a, a music blog or, or Twitter, some kind of social media where I just, you know, I heard, oh, Anderson Pock, this new artist, he's really good. And yeah, his his album Malibu is fantastic. I think it's his best piece of work. Um, it's got some some producers I really love. He's featured some rappers I really like. Ever since I heard that, I, I've been a fan and I've just been dedicated to uh, to following him ever since then. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely uh, listen to a couple more tracks because, uh, yeah, I'm hooked. Uh, that's that's great. Well, uh, this might be a rhetorical question now, then, but will this be in your rotation of music going forward? It is heavily featured in my rotation going forward. So uh, to the point, yeah, I'll have to find some more tracks to 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 freshen it up a little bit, just to just to add more of his music in. Fantastic. Well, I'm I'm really glad you enjoyed. Uh, I'm glad I could break this new artist to you. And um, I'm patting myself on the back for this one Absolutely. because as soon <laughs> as, as soon as I thought to to show you, I, I thought, yeah, he's he's gonna love Anderson Park. Good stuff. I'm glad. Darren, what did you think? Did you like the song? Yeah, it was okay, but won't make it into my rotation. All right, thank you, Darren. Fair enough. Thanks, Darren. All right, so we are going on to my song next. I have chosen for you to listen to a band called the Beta Band that were around in the mid '90s. They they formed in 1996. They are a small band. Uh, they are one that I've just always loved, but have never, never achieved any, you know, billboard status. They've never sold out, you know, big stadiums or, or arenas. They've always stayed quite a small band, and but have had a loyal following. Uh, and the song I got you to listen to is a song called Dry the Rain. Uh, Darren, why don't you just hit play and give us a, a few seconds of Dry the Rain. So that's Dry the Rain by the Beta Band. I love that song specifically because the groove, at the two-minute mark specifically, is when the groove sort of kicks in. That groove is just tremendous, and it just lasts until the six-minute mark. And then the horns come in, and the band just hit a crescendo. I think it's one of the greatest groove songs that I've ever listened to. Uh, and I want to hear what your thoughts were, Nick. Well, I, I really, really, really <laughs> like this song. I think um, it, to me, it, it kind of splits up into really distinctive thirds. And so what I mean by that is the song starts off and it's got these kind of washed out vocals. Um, so my first impression was, okay, like it's kind of a downbeat song. Uh, they're letting the instrumental shine. And that's kind of, kind of what I focused on at first. You know, you've got the, the maracas and this uh, sparse, but really well done guitar, groovy bass line for sure like you mentioned and then yeah around the two minute mark it just feels like 
almost like a storm breaking, and the, sh the sun starts shining through, the, the drum line comes in, the guitar goes crazy, and that's when the track really comes into its own for me. And uh, once I heard that, I, I was hooked. I've, I've been listening to this song all week. I think it's really, really good. So I first heard this song on uh, a movie called High Fidelity that stars John Cusack. Uh, have you ever heard of High Fidelity, Nick? I have not, except for in the YouTube comments for this song. <laughs> so many people were talking about, oh, High Fidelity sent me here or you know, referencing the scene. So in the scene, uh, so John Cusack plays a character called Rob Gordon. And he runs a, a record store, like, in, uh, like a, a vinyl record store. Um, I think there's even a, I know there's a TV show that, that, that was made last year, uh, starring Zoe Kravitz, where she plays the Rob Gordon part mm -hmm. and which is a really good TV show. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's a really good show to watch as well. And there's a sign saying no CDs specifically in the store. And I think <laughs> that might be similar in the John Cusack version. So he bets his fellow co-workers that he can sell five five records of uh, the beta band and he puts on the song and you can see the people in the store just slowly grooving to the song and and slowly yeah they go and they and they sell they sell at least five records from from them listening to that song in the store. So that's where I first heard the song was from from High Fidelity and uh from that movie the band's albums quadrupled. Uh still not wow. a very still not a very big band but quadrupled from where they were. Uh and they became a top 200 Billboard artist where they weren't even charting and they became a top 200 Billboard artist for that song. Do you think they cut John Cusack a, a percentage of their earnings after that? I would say there wasn't a lot of earnings to cut. Uh, <laughs> while they were a top 200 band, I think there's five or six band members and you know uh, management and lawyers. So I don't think there was a lot to to give to Mr. Cuse. I can I think he's doing all right. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure he's not hurting. Uh, I saw I saw the beta band in 2001 at uh, Molson Park in Barrie, where they opened up for Radiohead. Uh, Radiohead were doing the Kid A tour. Yeah. Uh, and I was really excited to see uh, the beta band because I love that song so much and they were so good live. Um, I mean, Radiohead is, uh, you've never seen Radiohead live, have you? Uh, no, I have actually. I saw yep. them on their, oh, on their tour for A Moon-Shaped Pool. Yes, yes, I know just how fantastic they are. They are so good live, yeah. I went with my good friend Xander and um, we had a fantastic night <laughs> watching Radiohead. They're fantastic. I, I've had the pleasure of seeing Radiohead Three times, uh, I saw them for uh, the Benz, uh, OK Computer, and then the Kid A tour. So um, wow! So that was pretty, good, pretty good. Three good albums. To, yeah, uh, absolutely. To see Radiohead, uh, and yeah, the Beta Band were were amazing. Um, I remember he was pretty funny. He would introduce. Um, I think he introduced fake song titles as oh. he was going on. And so the singer, and I don't even know the singers, that this band is so small, I don't even know any of the band members' names. He said at one point, go, this song's called, uh, How Could I Say I Love You When You Won't Get Off My Face? Uh, <laughs> so I just, I, I, to this day, that, that, I remember that happened in 2001. To this day, that, I still remember that song title. That's hilarious. Yeah. I love uh, that. So yeah, what a band. Uh, really good live band. Uh, they didn't last much longer from 2001 they broke up in 2004 there seems to be a lot of infighting uh, their first album they released they the band themselves hated it so much they told people not to buy it oh my goodness yeah they said it was a really bad album and uh <laughs> they have another song that's really good called squares which uh is off their album called hot shots two uh there was never a hot shots one but the album's called hot shots <laughs> two and that's probably their best album 
this one, Dry the Rain, was off uh, was off their first EP. But Hot Shots Two is probably their best album. You know, it's it's funny we we got to talking about how you saw them live because while I was listening to the song, I kept having the thought that it would be really really good to see live. I I and then I went on YouTube and I I found a, a video of them performing it, and yeah, it was it was really good. They they really know how to how to play. Uh, I I have a band like that too where you know did, sorry did you know of, of beta band before you you went to see them with youtube or radiohead yeah because the uh the john cusack album came out okay. before that yeah okay yeah so i i was going to say like i've i've had a few times where i go to a show um for the main act but then i i walk away and i'm almost more impressed or surprised by the opening the opening act yeah which is i i, I love when that happens to be honest i i love finding a new band and i think the best way to do it is to to see them perform their their best songs yeah a few years ago so this would have been in in the 2000s when i was still living in canada uh i went to go see the band called keen uh which i didn't really like i was i went for the girl that i was seeing at the time uh but the opening band was a band called the zootons and the zootons were amazing and i stayed a big fan of the zootons i don't really care too much about keen but zootons were really really good so yeah i i know exactly what you mean yeah, when I saw Arcade Fire in 2017 or 2018, uh, they had a, a band open up for them called The Broken Social Scene. Um, they're a Canadian indie band, and they were phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. They played this this last, for, for their very last song of the night, they played a song called Meet Me in the Basement, and it's purely instrumental. There's no vocals of any kind on this song. And the studio version's like four minutes, I want to say. And on the live live performance they played for at least 10 minutes um just going absolutely crazy and i i walked away from that performance loving them so much that when you came back to canada the next year that we went to we went to go see them live yeah we, it was uh it was portugal the band and broken social scene and that uh, uh, hip-hop artist you said that's blowing up right yeah, now. yeah jack harlow that's right yeah yeah so when i when i saw that that show was happening um i like you know I, I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan of Portugal the Man. I like some of their songs, but I like I bought those tickets more just because I wanted to see Broken Social Scene again. They were so good. I, I remember it funny it funny because uh, I bought uh, so every time I take Nick or me and Nick go to a concert. Since uh, how old were you when we went to Arcade Fire? Um, 13? 13. Yeah, so 13. every every time me and Nick go to a concert, I have this tradition where I buy him a, a concert shirt. And uh, I bought one for myself for Portugal the Man because as a Portuguese man, I thought it was funny wearing a shirt called uh, Portugal the Man. So uh, uh, while I love Portugal the Man, I, I, I bought it sort of for the irony of it. Uh, I mean, yeah, when, when an opportunity like that presents itself, you, you have to take it. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if you know this. I, it's funny that I took you to your first concert at the age of 13 because your dad took me to my first concert when I was 13. Oh no way! What was what was that one? Uh, we saw you two at uh, a, a place called Exhibition Stadium that no longer exists uh, okay. anymore. It was there was about sixty thousand people there. It was my first concert, and it was three degrees. Why wow. you, why you two chose to play an outdoor show in October in Canada is is beyond me. But it was bloody cold. I can imagine. Wow! But what a killer first concert. Yeah, and uh, the opening band was um, Los Lobos. It was like they're they're an LA Mexican band that opened up for you too. It was weird. Wow, <laughs> leave it to you too. Didn't they? Didn't they have um, Jay Z open for them on one of their tours? Yeah, I saw Jay Z. I've seen Public Enemy open up for you too. I saw Public Enemy open up for you too. Um, wow, so they, they 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 do like to get different types of artists to open up for them. 
I like that. So, I have so, a I have a follow up question for you, just based on this conversation. Go for it. Do you have any songs where the studio version absolutely pales in comparison to the live performance of that song? Like a song in general? Yeah, just any song. Or I mean, we can even do a band if you can't think of a song. Yeah, there's. The, uh, I'm going to go with U2 again. There's a U2 song called uh, "Where the Streets Have No Name." Oh yeah. Uh, and there is a live version of that where they played in Dublin uh, a few years ago, where Bono's father had died like a couple days before of the before the concert, and the emotional performance of the show was unbelievable. And that's probably my favorite live version of Where the Streets Have No Name. It's a much better live song than a, than a, and it's a really good studio song. I'm assuming you know that song. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's a, it's um. It's a, it's a great studio song, but live, it's just it just transcends. Uh, yeah, if you ever want to uh, see where the streets have no name, just do a YouTube search for where the streets have no name, Dublin, and it'll 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 be probably the first song that shows up in in YouTube. I think my dad's going to be insulted when he hears you ask me if I know the song "Where the Streets Have No Name" by U two. Yeah, I, I forget that your dad is a bi- is a big massive U two fan like I am. So yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, so, I, I'm, I'm I'm very familiar. I'm assuming you grew up with U2, then yeah. Oh yeah, most uh, definitely. Speaking of U2, I noticed in the last podcast that we had two listeners from Dublin uh, that listened to the podcast, and I'm just assuming that they're two members of U2 that have listened to our podcast. So, uh, uh, of course, yeah. Uh, if you are members of U2 that have listened to our podcast from Dublin, or you're just a fan of our podcast from Dublin, send us an email. Uh, what's our email address again, Nick? Our email address is just hit play podcast 7300 at gmail.com yeah so uh bono and the edge uh, as you've listened to uh our last episode please send us an email tell, telling us uh, that you liked our, our podcast yeah we'd, we'd love to hear from you guys <laughs> darren what did you think of uh dry the rain yeah i liked it a bit long yes it is a six minute song it is a bit long so that's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we've given you our email address. Uh, if you want to go on Instagram, what's our Instagram page, Nick? Our Instagram page is at Just Hit Play Podcast, and you can you can find us there. Send us a DM if you'd like. Follow us. We appreciate it. And yep, and I take uh, as I'm an older guy, I'm the Facebook guy. So yes. just search for Just Hit Play on Facebook, and you can. Go on to the Facebook movement. Um, I put on the live recordings there uh, and some other information. Uh, so yeah, so check us out on, on Facebook too. Yeah, I have no idea how to work Facebook. That's that's beyond me. It's moved past my generation. Yeah, that's that's why I'm here, Nick. I'm here to, to help out the older people with Facebook. Fantastic. All right, so our closing track tonight is by a band called With Blue. They are a local uh, Brisbane band. They are melodic and a guitar-driven pop. Uh, They started off as a high school band in 2018, and we're going to listen to a song called Daisy. Uh, They've had a bit of a a lull recently, uh, but they have a new EP coming out soon, and they've been hitting the tour. Uh, They've been hitting a lot of stages around Brisbane. Uh, So this is Daisy by With Blue. Darren, just hit play, and we'll see you next episode. Free, she wanders into the night. Cause she was a
thinking about her time to time She followed the curve, never the line Was never one to be confined She could never be blamed No two nights were the same Now was her daisy You Every day a new surprise I fantasize